0: It's your Monday morning, welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. It is the day after Valentine's Day. Mine did not go well, and you know I'm blaming? I'm blaming you, the people of the UK. Because after you voted for the home-time Valentine's Day card to win over the breakfast show offering last week, I decided to just to tear all my Valentine stuff into a thousand tiny little pieces. It was a shredded Valentine's Day for me. All Sarah Jane could hear instead of, I love you, baby, I love you, my Valentine, darling, was... Grr, take that, my own face, <laughs> and the team's slightly <laughs> smaller faces on the front of the card. Take that, play using the word berry. <laughs> Anyway, am lovely having you shoot in. Uh, good morning, Matt. Good morning, Emma. Good
1: morning, Glenn. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. I thought it was quite a now, nice card. I, th- I thought Sarah Jane would have put her tongue through your mouth of the card. Quite a- <laughs> <laughs> what a weird, what a fun moment. Hang on, mate.
0: I've just got to water the pampas grass out the front of the house. Uh, it's a song
2: for you all. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio.
0: It's a Monday morning, which means, of course, we've just had to endure another weekend in lockdown three. So a good way of gauging whether you had any kind of fun or adventure is, of course, to ask, what's your internet search history looking like on a Monday morning? Um, So many of you get in touch about this, which I'm really grateful for. Um, Matthew's got in touch saying he looked up Abraham Lincoln... Mr. Miyagi's first name, uh, which is Kazuke, apparently, and the price of fish in Scandinavia. So Matthew had himself quite the weekend. Um, Corgan tweeted saying, Captain Panaka from Star Wars, My Hole, which is a very strange thing to search on the internet, just My Hole, uh, Rice Wine (laughs) Substitute, Country Dancing, Can Dogs Eat Apples, Lego 75192, and Deadpool Pulp. He says it's been quite a strange weekend. Yes, it has, Corgan. Um, Matt Dyson, what about you? What have you
1: been looking up over Um, the weekend? Well, One of the things I looked up over the weekend was the uh, Mercedes Gullwing. A car, uh, which is apparently Ah. your favourite car, Dave. Now, I'll explain why I looked this up, because... Yeah. I don't listen to as many podcasts during lockdown, but when I do, I find it a real moment of uh, just a bit of me time so I can get away from everything else and relax with a podcast. And I listened to Rock and Road, Leona Graham's podcast with you as the special guest. And that yes. was your favourite co- um, oh. car. And neither of us are real petrol heads, but that apparently is your favourite car. And so I had to look it up, and it is a very nice looking car. But um, it was lovely to hear Leona again, because I haven't haven't seen her, I haven't interacted with Leona for almost a year now. And I used to see her every day after the show. Remember when we used to just uh, say hello and have a little chat? It's been such a long time, so it was nice to hear Leona's voice again. Um, there was an amazing bit in the podcast where she had, a, I don't know if you've heard it in full, Dave, she has an argument with the uh, the onboard computer system on her electric Porsche <laughs> that she's
3: testing. And,
1: and it, it's, it's amazing. She goes mad at the, uh, the speaking Porsche. And it's worth listening to the podcast just for that. And obviously Dave's interview. <laughs> Well, thanks, mate. Yes, as I said on this breakfast show, when
0: Leona asked me to go on to help launch season two of her Rock and Roll podcast, I did point out that uh, I'm not a massive ACDC dc fan, nor do I do a lot of driving. But she was undeterred by these two massive facts, and so um, I went on anyway. Uh, there was other music types to talk about, of course. And yes, the 1969 Mercedes 280SL Roadster Gullwing is one of the uh, one of the greatest creations in history. It's more about the kind of art and aesthetic, really a little bit like the, um, the Mustang as well which I cited as a favourite on there but um, yeah. it was great to be asked to go on I haven't heard it all you know me Matt. I just fast forward to my bit and then stop uh, but I can't wait to hear Leona the Queen of Rock find it out with a sat-nav on an electric vehicle lovely stuff um, Emma Jones what were you looking at over the weekend?
4: i've been looking up all things married at first sight australia please tell oh, me someone is watching oh
1: it. i it- watched series six most of series six and it's an yes. insane show that's Whoa. the one
4: i'm on now the most recent one it's ridiculous yeah. i watched an episode the other day and it was like we've reached the halfway point of the series and that was like episode 22 so there's like <laughs> 40 episodes
1: yeah, it's way too long Wow, that's no longer trist- than my marriage, which is a real one. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was on quite a long time ago in Australia, so I'm obsessed with looking mm. up where the couples are now.
1: Oh, uh, um, yes. Already, apparently one still of, together. One oh, of them are still together. Yes. One of them are married with child, apparently, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. one,
4: well, I, oh, no spoilers, because okay. it is coming out daily. Yeah. But, yeah, one of them's had a baby, uh, which is nice to know. But another contestant, uh, an embittered contestant, has done a big... Um, Matt, have you seen this? He's done, like, a big... Uh, spoilers thing on Instagram basically oh. like exposing all the secrets which one
1: Brosnan is it Brosnan Sam. he was quite hard done. oh Sam oh right wow oh, guys
2: what the hell are you talking a bit about bit of a love rat himself <laughs> Glenn should was we just people? go let's just go on, like, a couple of things, is, come back enjoy and join you
4: guys
0: in a
2: bit
4: <laughs> yeah sorry to, to people who aren't watching the series this makes absolutely no sense I mean, but I tell you what it. google it
1: the premise is ridiculous. As if it's ever going to work, you just have to marry someone on the first time. You literally you ever have to marry
4: them. a stranger. Yeah. It, it's it's gripping TV.
1: And one one woman, the first thing she said to her new husband, as soon as she saw him walking down the aisle, said, "Right, that that eye pe- eyebrow piercing's got to oh. go straight away. He's just so rude to him. Take that eyebrow out, and he still <laughs> yeah. married her. Yeah, weird. Very strange show." Anyway, you on, it, you're listening software. to the breakfast show
0: coming to you live from a tea rooms in the Midlands, it would seem. Um, <laughs> great having you on board. Uh, let us know what's in your internet search history. All oh, that Brosnan, that eyebrow piercing's got to go. Oh, it has. She's still <laughs> married him, you know. Mate, oh. nah, let's take this off. Now. <laughs> 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 It's your Monday morning, welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where it is time for Matt Dyson to socially arm us all. I am not privy to what Matt chooses to bring to the social ammo desk. He just sent me three words this morning on the WhatsApp group. Glue woman warus. So, like you are all now, I am intrigued. Matt, tell us more about Glue Woman, Warris.
1: Well, Glue Woman is a story I've been reading about over the weekend, which uh, I wasn't really aware, but it's been gripping America for the past uh, month or so. Uh, There's this woman called Tessica Brown, who um, went on TikTok after having a bit of a a disaster in the hair department, right? So she normally, uh, when she goes out in the morning, she uses that got-to-be-glued hairspray, you know, the sort of glue hairspray hairsprays that are very popular now with the uh, that really keep your hair tightly in place, but she'd run out of the glue hairspray and instead decided to use Gorilla Spray Adhesive <gasps> so she no. sprayed ger- Gorilla Glue seriously all over her head um, and uh, as she said at the time it was a very bad, bad idea
0: It's one of the pranks in Police Academy 1. If it's in Police Academy 1, do not do it in real life. Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. And in Matilda.
1: (laughs) Oh, Matilda. Wow. There's a lot of precedent for this, and yet she still did it. I mean, she still thought it was worth a go. Here she is explaining what it was like when when it first happened.
0: Bad, bad, bad idea. Yo, look, my hair... It don't move. You hear what I'm telling you? It don't move. I've washed my hair 15 times and it don't move.
1: So her whole scalp was just like a oh, big man. hat. Like a swimming hat. You know. I nearly <laughs> swore <laughs> That's, That's <laughs> the first time I've nearly swore on air in a long while. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Look what you've driven me to, Matt. <laughs> what a result. That's what I aim for every morning, to try and make Dave swear. <laughs>
0: uh, Those eagle listeners, you would have heard me go, Fuuuuuh. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Fudge in uh, 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 my uh, Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but I mean, the stomach so in me. I mean, a lot of people were mocking her, but a lot of it actually quite Sad for her, really, because she had a hot, she had a hell of a time. It was it really like, sort of burning her head and giving oh, her headaches wow. constantly. And they were trying, they was trying to set up a GoFundMe page so they could pay for her to get it out. And then this, in Beverly Hills, a plastic surgeon, Michael O'Beng, Doctor Michael O'Beng, came forward. And what a nice man! He did it all for free. It cost about twelve thousand dollars to have this. <gasps> procedure done but she he did it for free and how, how do you is that get... procedure what procedure who invented that well he invented how do you put a that? price
0: on that as well <laughs> I, I don't mean, know how, yeah, you begin... yeah.
1: yeah well he obviously had to do it after after um, matilda and after after police academy one so they, they have used it before um but no dr obey right, he made this secret recipe um um and it, it's, it combines medical-grade adhesive remover, aloe vera, olive oil, and a dash of acetone so if you're ever getting the problem uh, yourself uh, if you ever have that problem yourself now you know how to how to get rid of it that's the special she's mix. been
4: ripped off there isn't she 12 grand for things that are, you can find in most yeah. people's houses mm. and the aloe <laughs>
0: well, veras just to make it seem a bit more pleasant effectively isn't yes it? Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, and, and peach essence Yeah, we'll just chuck some peach <laughs> essence in
1: <laughs> <laughs> no but no he did it for free so he didn't charge her it was amazing so it's a, it's a happy ending good and man now yeah. Tessica has her hair back which is such a lovely story and a warning for anyone. One thinking about uh, doing that if they run out of spray <laughs> And then the other the other one I'll leave you with at the start of your week is um, I didn't know this could happen, but walruses can whistle. Here is one of them in action. <laughs> Big fat walrus with a tash, just whistling <laughs> at the camera there. It sounds, it sounds like a bit very like a unwell pipe. train. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah, yeah, let's just it one more time. The Tyler Tyler. Express. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after Dave's watched it for the hundredth time, oh, this no, is what no, it sounds like. I'll mention that film. <laughs> 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 yeah, So I didn't know they could do that. It's amazing, but um, there you go. That is the Whistling Walrus on tomorrow's social ammo, a goose who can play the spoons. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's your Monday morning, welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where each and every Monday, early doors, i like to know what your internet search history is looking like, because it is the only way in which I can gauge whether you had a good weekend or not. Hannah Willis, for example, got in touch saying, How many snails are there in the world? She now knows there are 60,000 different species, but she's still wow. none the wiser. What a weekend. Mm. It's just like the new normal, isn't it? Roger, <laughs> how to change the SatNav voice in maps on my iPhone back to Danish? Uh, Angie, <laughs> what year did Maud Grimes leave Corrie? It was 1999, <laughs>
1: apparently. The 1st wow. of November, to be precise. <laughs> <laughs> Who? don't know, Maud Grimes. The most most northern name imaginable for the current. It's a good
0: name for a drill artist, that one, though, isn't it? Maud Grimes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, Grandad. Right, anyway, here we go. Uh, And Leanne on Facebook. Well, a whole plethora of incredible searches made up, I think, the most exciting weekend one can have in lockdown. Uh, It reads as follows Tallest NBA player height. Love honey sale. Did a a man on beans die-fart himself to death? (laughs) Squad challenge day five. Is Alvin and the Chipmunks based on a true story? How to say Happy Valentines in Romanian.
3: <laughs>
0: Urban Dictionary. It's Chris Stapleton touring. That was Leanne's weekend. What a weekend. Um, I do sincerely hope that I'm not going to be the first radio DJ to be fired because of Google Translate, and that was actually Romanian for Happy Valentine's Day. If it wasn't, apologies to all our Romanian listeners it's your monday morning welcome along to the dave berry breakfast show where it is time for me to peek inside the relationship rolodex to discover what you or your partner are storing up against one another dave at absoluteradio.co.uk is where you send me the details which is exactly what nikki has done good morning nikki hi dave great having you on the show so nikki you're married i am and this is something that your husband isn't letting you forget is that correct Correct. (laughs) So I'm just going to say one word and let you take it from there. And that word is Bangkok.
5: Take it away, (laughs) Nikki. (laughs) Okay. so back in, I think it was Christmas 2008, um, I had won three flights to Bangkok in a raffle. Wow. And, yeah, it was the top prize. Um, (laughs) Unfortunately, at the time... I wasn't that interested in going to Bangkok, so okay. I tried to sell the tickets,
3: right. um,
5: and <laughs> the company that donated the prize to the raffle found out, and uh, unfortunately <laughs> rescinded the prize, so oh. I couldn't sell them, and I no longer had the tickets to go to Bangkok. Oh, and Nikki. My husband is human
3: with me
0: and has been ever since. <laughs> wow. It, uh, I mean, what's your husband's name? He's called Steve. Steve, all Steve wanted to do was go to Bangkok. Nikki, what on earth is your problem? Let oh, Steve go to Bangkok. What, why, why have you got all delboy about this? What was going on? How, how do you go about, and just out of interest, how do you go about trying to sell free flights to Bangkok? Where was your first port of call on that journey, Nikki? <laughs>
3: Um,
5: I just put them on uh, eBay right. and um. they were up to about £800 in week. Were really? So oh. I was like, quid thin, but then like, <laughs> I had to take it off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, so you thought... Th- so what you were thinking, you're going to get like a thousand pounds out of this. You haven't got to go to Bangkok. Steve's devastated, but who cares about Steve? <laughs> I've got a thousand pounds, so I could go somewhere else. Um, so how did the company find out? Did they get, did they call you and go, We know what you're doing, Nikki? We know you're selling the flights yeah. to Bangkok. Yeah. yeah,
5: exactly that. And I got into a little bit of trouble from my company as well because it was a, a work raffle, and um, yeah, it was all over Christmas holidays.
4: Oh,
0: oh Nikki, oh so you're just you're known as like the wheeler dealer, you're the spiv, you're the dodgy geezer of your company <laughs> yeah. now, are you, some twelve <laughs> <Yeah>. years later?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um Nikki, I've got to ask, did Steve ever get to go to Bangkok? Did he ever realise his dream you so cruelly snatched away from him because of your own selfish needs? <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 Nikki, it's been great having you on the show. Once we return to normal, I really hope you and Steve get to go on many wonderful adventures together. We'll speak to you very soon. Thank you for tuning in. Cool, cheers, Dave. Cheers, Nikki. Take care. So that's the Bye. kind of thing we're after. It's Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk.
1: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio.
0: It's your Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. Of course, Monday means Relationship Rolodex Day and we simply cannot do this regular weekly feature without tuning in to everybody's favourite soap opera. It's Emma and Stefan. Um, Emma,
4: <laughs> <laughs> how's, how's it looking this week? All, all OK? It's a big one this week.
0: It's, uh, oh, oh dear. I, I've been
4: saving this one up for a while. Oh, OK. It's F for fluff. Fluff um, Yes wow. Stefan has treated himself To a new pair Of joggers Because that's all We're wearing now In lockdown yeah. <laughs> um, But they're navy blue And I, I, before you put Things like sweatshirts And joggers Through the wash They give off A bit of fluff and yeah. stuff don't they yeah.
0: um, they do i, well, I have yeah. fallen recently yeah. into this new tracksuit bottom fluff dilemma myself it's getting all into the carpet it's like ingrained well, yeah i'm sure down it's down the affecting the a lot leg. of
4: people across the country now that it's yeah. uh, you know the, the the uniform of lockdown but if i have to pick up one more bit of fluff off the carpet i swear i'm gonna <laughs> lose my mind yeah. <laughs> it's driving me insane it's everywhere and it's navy blue fluff and cream carpets it's not a good combination
0: no, because uh, we've got light coloured carpets as well, which is why the black fluff is a nightmare. So he's not kind of he's leaving a little trail, is he? Like Hansel and like a one man Welsh Hansel <laughs> yes. and Gretel? Is that what he is? <laughs>
1: yes, um, exactly. Can't you just uh, lint roll him or something? You know, just give him a good roll with a lint roller, and then they'll be done. It'll be defluffed. I keep won't he? trying
4: to get hold of those tracky bottoms to put them in the wash, so they can just lose their fluff once and for all. But he's not having it.
0: He won't take them off. is he got, got no. them on 24-7? So he's, he's, delib- he's enjoying. Them. He's reveling in the fluff. He's he rolling is. around in the fluff. He is.
4: And who picks it up? Me. Who always hoovers? Me.
0: Make Muggins over here. It's a sad day when a husband and wife can't defluff one another. It's a sad, sad day. I don't like to see these images. Uh, right, so it's Relationship Rolodex Day. Thank you for sharing, Emma. It's over to you guys now, davidabsoluteradio.co.uk. We'll do a bit more of this next.
2: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
4: Absolute Radio.
0: It's a Monday morning. It is Relationship Rolodex Day. Uh, Emma has given us hers. We have had a lovely listener by the name of Nikki come on and tell us about that time she didn't go to Bangkok. If you missed the story, download the daily podcast. I'd like to contribute. You know, I always like to say, I'll get the ball rolling, but. I don't really argue with my wife. You you can't argue with someone if you're not talking. So um, I've got nothing to bring to the air today.
1: Um, So Matt Dyson, uh, help us out of a little hole here. Um, How's it all going at home? Well, yeah, it's fine actually. Mine's not with my wife today because, like, Valentine's weekend was nice. I ordered my flowers months ago. Everything's fine. Is it with fine, your mistress? It's... No. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> Glenn, Emma, I told you to be quiet about that. Um, <laughs> I mean, no, repeat, it's the answer. Repeat. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's been enough clues given away on this show. No, it's uh, it's not <laughs> with either of them. It's with my nine-year-old daughter, Bess. Right. So she um, she got Bertie the puppy uh, about six months ago, and one of the Premises was she had to pick up the little puppy's poos in the bags mm. whenever whenever he did them around the house while he was potty training, which he's mm. still doing by the way. It seems to be lasting forever. Bess has recently read on the little poo bags the little warning at the bottom that says "please keep away from children," so oh, keep the bag no. away from children. Like they do with all plastic bags, she's now oh, seen that well, she's and it's going she's well. Smart. I can't touch the bags. Sorry, I can't touch the bags to pick up the poo. So you're going to have to do it. So she's she's refusing to do it because of the warning that says "keep away from children," and she's got me. Oh, there's nothing I can do about it. I have to pick it up every time. You should point out to her that I think it
0: also says that on the bag that. You know, Starburst coming and Skittles and Milky <laughs> 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 oh, yes. Way stars Great idea. and yes. all of those things. I'm oh, so saying that on idea. there, I believe. Oh, I'm hissing <laughs> back with that one, definitely. Uh, Glenn, how's it all looking in your household at the moment, my friend?
2: It's, it's nice. It's a bit, OK, so this is going under a T for thoughtfulness because I feel like I can't complain about this because it comes from a very lovely gesture. Uh, In that um, from my because of my girlfriend's job, she needed to get newspapers delivered from the news agents. It's like at the end of our road. And when she was in there getting them uh, trying to order them, uh, they said, oh, you know, if there's any items you ever want in the news agents, we can always just get them stocked in. And so she said, as a very nice thing. Oh, my boyfriend quite likes wheat beer, actually. And they went, oh, well, we'll look it up. Every time I've gone in there since, right. um, the people who run the agents have been like, Hi, we're really sorry. We know you're obsessed with this uh, particular type, but We can't find it anywhere. We're doing our best. We're like trying to work around the clock. And I was like, No, 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 no. no honestly, it's fine. I, 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 I'm absolutely fine. they like, No, we're trying. We've been spending hours trying to find it. And, and oh, every man. time I go in, they seem to be getting more and more stressed. And I cannot stress enough to them. It doesn't matter. It's absolutely fine. And then I went in there last week and they went, There's a local brewery, you know. They said they're actually going to make some for you. And it was like, Oh my God, stop. Please stop. Please stop! stop. And it's so nice of them. And it was so nice of my girlfriend to suggest oh. it in the first place but it's <laughs> wow. unbearably stressful to the extent that i don't want to go in there anymore
0: You're going to go in there, there's going to be a whole
2: Glen's Isle section.
1: (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. And it's so nice
0: of them, but yeah. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So this started out as a nice gesture, but now it's It's a weight that you're having to carry around with
2: you. It's it's an absolute wheat beer albatross.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ding. I watched that bell would hurry up and arrive. Uh, So there we go. That's your relationship, Rolodex, yourselves and the team. On the way, well, it's all about five Five words five grand but right now with your news from around the world and the latest in sport we hand back to emma jones and glenn moore
1: five words five grand absolute radio
0: it's monday morning and it is time for radio's easiest game to play but the hardest one to win yes it is time for five words five grand and joining us this morning we have laura hello laura
5: hi dave hi
4: team morning hello
0: Welcome along to the show, Laura. It's lovely having you on. So um, let's get straight down to business, shall we? How do you consume your five words, five grand? Do you play the little game available in the app or do you listen to the show each morning?
5: Listen to the show
0: every morning. Well, thank you for doing so. And how have you been getting along? So to set the scene for us. So I never ask about setting the scene. Are you getting ready to leave for work? Are you in the car already? Are you... What are you doing as we are doing five words, five grand?
5: So, in the morning, pop the radio on, have a cuppa, get ready, dry my hair, play along. Uh, Sometimes I get zero, sometimes I get five.
0: Wow. Sometimes zero, sometimes five. But each time, hairdryer in hand, wrapped in a towel, ready to rumble (laughs) with (laughs) wordplay. When you say you have got those five, is there a specific member of the team that you always match them with?
5: Not particularly. Do a little bit better with Glenn.
0: Okay, So if you were to get a free choice on the Random Player Generator, you would choose the Method Man, is that fair to say? I would, yes. Okay. well, in that case, let's spin the Random Player Generator and see who you've got.
1: Random Player Generator. Player selected. Matt Dyson.
0: Laura, it's the worst possible news. You've been matched with Matt Dyson. (laughs) How are you feeling about that? (laughs) That's fine. That's fine, okay. Uh, Matt, of course, has given away the money on several occasions, so you're in more than capable hands. Matt, go and look at yourself in the mirror. You're the second most (laughs) unconventionally good-looking man in all the UK, so soak it in, my friend. Drink it up.
1: Good good luck, Laura.
5: Thank you.
0: Okay, Laura, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to give you five words. You say the first word that comes to mind. We'll give Matt Dyson the same five words. And if all five match, you're going to win £5,000. Here we go. The first word this morning is minor. Child. Dairy. Milk. Succulent. Chicken. Chicken. Which spelt W I T C H? Broom. And finally, Laura, the word is qualified. Race. Okay, Laura, thank you. Stay right there. We've got your five words. We'll get Matt Dyson's. It's coming next.
3: Five words, five grand.
1: Absolute radio. Five words, five grand.
3: Absolute radio.
0: It's your Monday morning. We are currently having a little game of five words, five grand. Laura has given us her five words. Matt Dyson is back in play. Matt Dyson, good luck. Okay. Here we go. First word that comes to mind when I say minor.
1: M-I-N-O-R. Um, M-I-N-O-R. Um, major. Oh, (laughs) Oh, yes major to minor we had child we
0: had minor as a child we went to house
1: oh mm. oh oh no.
0: yeah sorry Laura you've not won the money this morning it was a no tough worries. set of words let's go through the others see, see how you would have done so we've mm-hmm. got um, dairy
1: um uh, Lee <laughs> Dairy Lee <laughs> <laughs> no we've got milk there <laughs> succulent. Oh, um, succulent chicken.
0: Yes. yes! My goodness. Uh, I excellent. wouldn't
1: know what to say for
2: that at all. No, S- oh, oh, I hey. a strawberry. Yeah, that, I think we have a about an Australian just... man being arrested where he goes a succulent Chinese meal. That's all oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah,
1: succulent. No, for some reason it does. I pictured some succulent fried chicken. Yeah, I don't oh, know why. Okay. Okay. Uh, What have you got for which, spelt
0: W-I-T-C-H? Hazel. (laughs) We've
1: got Broom. (laughs) Finally...
0: Qualified. Witch hazel,
1: did you know what we all know what witch hazel is, yeah? We do, yeah, Sorry, I just just thought about which craft maybe twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> well you should think about it more often, Glenn. It's the only way that I get to cure any of my eels in the village,
2: Riley. <laughs> Don't need no the. Hold my leg! Get the witch hazel. <laughs> I'm struck with many ague's and I often need <laughs> potions and poultices.
0: <laughs> Mrs. Mickens Mrs. Mickens open the local store. We need the witch hazel quickly.
1: Get your special tincture. <laughs> Sorry, um, Sorry. So what have you got for um, qualified? <laughs> <laughs> Pardon? Qualified. Qualified. Um, mm. Oh, crikey. These words are ridiculous today. Uh, horrible, hmm, aren't, aren't they? A horrible really set are. from Mark. Qualified. Um, uh, unqualified? Opposite? Oh, my God. We've got race, qualified for a race. Um, oh, Laura,
0: wow. it's not worked out for you this morning. I'm so sorry, that was no a particularly worries. tricky set of words from the High Priest Womble, but we're grateful that you tune in every morning and stay safe and we'll speak to you very soon. No worries, thank you. Cheers, Laura. So that means we're going again tomorrow. If you'd like to play Five Words, Five Grand, it's Dave at Radio.co.uk. Five
3: Words, Five Grand, Absolute Radio.
0: It's your Monday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. We're on the way. I need your help. I need the help of parents who are homeschooling. I need the help of teachers. Get in touch if you're one or the other and you want to be on the show. It is Dave at AbsoluteRadio.co.uk. And on top of all of that coming up next, I've got a rather nasty surprise for the team.
1: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.
0: Good morning. Welcome along to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show here on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Now, in what we so affectionately called normal times, right about now you'd be up, you'd be making movements around the house, readying yourselves to get out there on that school run. But as we know, the coronavirus pandemic has changed all of that. And with a pandemic comes school closures. And with school closures comes homeschooling. Oh, yes, parents, I can almost feel you recoil from your radios and smart speakers and devices. Homeschooling! schooling. I must stop saying that. So I was on a Zoom call <laughs> with my eight-year-old niece, Alice, at the weekend. And right there in the background, and I asked her to go and get it, was a book, and it was KS2, Key Stage 2, Math. Um, and I asked her to read some of it out to me uh, with the help of, um, of Mummy and uh, we went through it and I've realised that I am I have the mathematical abilities of someone under the age of 8 KS2 is (laughs) impossibly tricky I was literally I was a quivering mess I was sat at my own dining table going I don't know how many hours Jimmy's got to be <laughs> on the train before is anything to do with the beans and the percentage <laughs> and she was going no monkey oh. Dave I like tutting at me it, was, it, was just, <laughs> yeah. it brought shame upon the family um, so 8 year olds are smart and they're smarter than me which is why we are going to delve into a home school quiz a test if you will this is going to be set by actual teachers more on that a little later but, team, I want to use you as my educational eight year old guinea pigs. Oh, no. I've got a whole set of questions here that are key stage two. So remember, this is ages roughly seven to 11 years old. Are you ready? You can work as a team. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> so here we go. Question one KS2 maths, decimal numbers. I hope everybody is playing along where they are. Isn't this
1: fun, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, I have enough of this in the day as it is, but go on. Go
0: on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're doing this to help the nation.
0: Honestly, we are. How is 0.7 changed to 0.007? Uh, um, how has
1: it changed? You move that's the
4: decimal like... point. Is
1: it... No, I that's incorrect. 0.7 to 0.077.
0: 0.007. I can't dwell divide on each 100. question for too long. Um, what, sorry, uh, sorry, Glenn? Divide by 100? Divide by 100 is correct, young man. Well done yes. to you. Yes. Well Have a done, sticker. Glenn. Brilliant. Um, uh, yes, yeah, so when we divide by 100, we move the digits two places to the right. Um, here we are. Yeah, Again, right, this is course, all yeah. aimed at p- children aged between 7 <laughs> and 11. <laughs> Key Stage 2 history... Uh, Anglo Saxons. I can't even. I call them Anglo Saxons. <laughs> this doesn't go well, does it? <laughs> um, okay. Which of these was not eaten by Anglo Saxons and why? Oh. Potatoes, cheese, milk, or fish? Oh, potatoes! Isn't it?
1: They came over potatoes, from, uh, sure. from America with Walter Raleigh. Walter
4: Raleigh. Yeah. The
0: Spanish introduced the potato to Europe in the second half of the 16th century. So you're part right, as in it is potatoes, but your um, theory behind it is incorrect. Okay, key stage two, ICT, digital devices. Which of these does an interactive whiteboard or touchscreen device allow? Input only, output only, input and output, neither input nor output.
1: (laughs) That's a weird <laughs> uh, input only child. No, it's, <laughs> it must be is Who output, is this for? <laughs> what kids are running around <laughs> of interactive whiteboards? <laughs> it's, Matt. I'm
0: going to give it to you. It's input and output. Yeah. You can enter ah, data into yeah. and display data on a touchscreen device or interactive whiteboard. Okay, um, so there we go. I think you got three out of three there, and I'm genuinely very impressed. But um, the bad news is class isn't dismissed just yet there's three more homeschooling questions coming next oh sir <laughs> you stay behind dyson the dave berry breakfast
1: show podcast absolute radio good
0: morning you're listening to the dave berry breakfast show on absolute radio where looking forward I'm going to make it my mission to find the best homeschoolers out there. With the help of actual teachers, we're going to find the parents and guardians really nailing it. And in preparation for this, and inspired by my niece Alice, I'm currently putting the teams through their paces with some Key Stage 2 homeschooling. Uh, So don't forget, this is aimed at children between the ages of 7 and 11. And team, you can work together. Key Stage 2 English. prepositions. Find the prepositions in the following sentence. At midnight, the bell in the ancient tower began to toll. Now, there are two prepositions in that. Where are they? Oh. There. Uh. Um,
2: Incorrect. Take a sentence um, again, exactly.
0: please. Sorry. Prepositions. At midnight, the bell in the ancient tower began to toll. At the bega-
1: um, to? began. Is no. that one? I at? find... Uh, f- oh, no. Two? <laughs> phonics. <midnight>. One. <laughs> You're know? just going to name <laughs> every ancient. word in the sentence, Jones. I'm onto <laughs> <want laughs> you. Good word. Uh, just in a different the, order.
0: The, uh, at, bell, tower, ancient, <laughs> in, again?
1: The, the at the is one of them, English. what's the other? The way they teach English has changed so much these days with phonics and everything. There's so much stuff for the kids to talk T- about. I two. have no idea what they're on about. Two,
4: yeah. I two? think it's
1: two. It's yeah. at no. an in, unfortunately.
0: Two. Prepositions oh. are linking words. At midnight oh. describes a time, in the ancient tower describes a place. To toll is a verb, however, so to is not a preposition in this specific case. Uh, at well, least my, key stage two, let's not forget. Really useful. S- I I was honestly I know I said this already I know I said this already when we began this but if you're just joining us Mm. when I looked through my eight-year-old niece's Key Stage 2 maths book I was so embarrassed and I was so (laughs) fearful I'm already even though Evie's two I'm already pre-planning for six years from now when I have to turn to Sarah Jane and go please can't you do this (laughs) I go downstairs and play FIFA you'll make the door too clever bye Um, here we go (laughs) So, key stage two science and forces: a toy plastic boat floating in a bucket of water
1: is experiencing which forces? Oh, um, Uh, force of is is buoyancy a force? (laughs) Displacement, gravity. Yes,
0: gravity's one, Glenn. Very good.
1: Good. Um. And Uh, take this
0: apple off my desk, Glenn. I'm not impressed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh. What other forces? Centrifugal
0: forces? Uh, Air resistance? (laughs) No, it is experienced gravity and upthrust. Upthrust is the force that prevents the boat from sinking. All objects on Earth experience gravity all of the time. Okay, and finally, key stage two, music. Which sign is used for a half beat? Is it a minim, Ooh. a quaver, a semi-breathe, or a semi-quaver? That's a quaver.
4: Semi-something.
0: It's a quaver, Quavers, Glenn. Yeah. Well done.
4: Oh. <laughs> Excellent work.
0: <laughs> um, my grade three clarinet didn't serve me well because I went for uh, semi-quaver on that one as well and got it wrong. Uh, so well done, team. I think you have made a good show of yourselves there. I am mm. very pleased. You enjoy your, you your half term, OK? Uh, so we are looking for the best homeschoolers. We want the help of teachers. So whether you be doing the homeschooling or whether you be a teacher, get in touch. We would love to have your help on the show it's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk the dave
2: berry breakfast show podcast absolute
4: radio it's your
0: monday morning you're listening to the dave berry breakfast show which comes on air every weekday morning at 6am and one of the things i do early doors on a monday to gauge just how exciting a weekend you have had during lockdown three is ask what's your internet search history from the weekend looking like um glenn over to you what have you been looking up how exciting and thrilling was it
2: it was just mainly last minute Valentine's gifts. Uh, my girlfriend and I have never ever done anything uh, for Valentine's before, ever. Um, I think ma- mainly because we started dating in like a January a few years ago so then at that stage Valentine's Day is the most stressful time because you go well do we get anything pre- <laughs> we've been on like two dates is that sinister um, so we've never done it. And, then, and then literally on, on Thursday uh, my girlfriend was like oh are you, you're going to be in in the morning aren't you she was like because your Valentine's thing's arriving and it was like what we've- <laughs> so then I then had to bite. Hurry- we've never ever done this before and I, I see this as a, a, a malicious act on her part of getting me a Valentine's gift so I, I, I then had to immediately sort of buy something afterwards and hope it was going to get delivered in Sunday it did but it was it was still it was still very stressful
0: and happy sounds very, very stressful to you. yeah okay yes okay. Um, I've been uh, in my search history is Austin Russell um, do you know who Austin Russell is no No. Austin Russell is a a, a tech billionaire. He's 25 years old. And um, he popped up on a a, a newspaper article that was recommended to me by my phone. You don't know me! Um, (laughs) Reading about richer, (laughs) younger people. How dare you, iPhone? (laughs) Um, But anyway, so I started kind of, I I Googled him because I was interested. And basically, he's made his money um, by helping the self-drive car market. He's come up with this thing called LADAR, which is radar and lasers smashed together. No and way. apparently it's really wow. super good at sensing, you know, the environment around it. Um, so uh, at the age of 24, he finally um, put his company, uh, Luminaire, on the stock market and overnight became worth $2.4 oh. billion. Dollars, I right? those people. Oh, <laughs> I, I, so, so do I. But I'm in the wormhole now. I'm searching, I'm searching away. So I, I did a little deep dive on Austin Russell. And... Uh, so he, was, he helped out a software company when he was 10 years old. They didn't know he was 10. He applied for the job and then would help them out with titbits. When he was 11, his parents refused to get him a mobile phone. So he got his Nintendo DS and rewired it to turn it into a phone <laughs> like and then God. called his what? mum from the school bus just to murk her bruv. Can you <laughs> believe this? <laughs>
1: oh, he's amazing, this kid. Wow. Wow. nerd.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. so I went. So I went into the shed, got my Nintendo DS out from back in the day, gave it to Evie, like with all hope in my eyes, and she just <laughs> wiped a bogey on it. Come on, Evie! <laughs> <any better?"> <laughs> <laughs> And there you go. That's it for the first show of the working week. Always nice having you guys tuned in and getting in touch. You can continue to do so anytime you like about anything you want. It's Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. It's been one of the most enjoyable editions of the show I think we've ever done, Matt Dyson. I haven't <laughs> yeah. we'll have a term for it. Um, we've got quite a few options for the podcast today, mate. So I'm gonna go through them. Pay attention. Okay. Here yeah. we go. A very unwell train. A goose who can play the spoons. Maud Grimes is a good name for a drill artist. Let Steve go to Bangkok. He's a one-man Hansel and Gretel. It's a sad day when a husband and wife can't defluff one another. Glenn's famous owl, and sorry, we can't take the dove home. So there we go, uh, Matt. The Whoa. surrealism continues. Uh, what you An going?
1: embarrassment of riches. I think the, gr- the drill artist won the okay. What was it? Maud Grimes, was it? Yeah.
2: Maud Grimes. Oh, I like that
1: one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that one.
2: Maud
0: Grimes is a good name for a drill artist. That's the podcast <laughs> you're looking for. <laughs> know this. We'll be back tomorrow at 6am. So stay safe, stay entertained. Arrivederci.